Why is it that before every show, <laughs> right before I'm about to hit record, mm-hmm. why do you make some weird bodily noises? I'm, I'm cleansing the system. Yeah, I've never heard anything like that. Like, I've heard people do weird warm-up exercises. Yeah. Like, they try to bring it in from, like, the stomach. They go, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Like, they do that kind of thing. Oh, I'm not warming up. I'm just, no. I'm just ridding myself of bodily fluids. It's, it's like That's... you have pre-show Tourette's. Yeah. It's very weird. I got so much phlegm. In places. It is that time of year. Ugh. Well, there's, there's no noise. You going to be okay? I'm good. All right, let's get things going. Hey, we are brought to you each and every week <laughs> by the good folks at clingerspubs.com. They are fantastic. Get on over there to one of their three locations right now. Clingers on Carsonia. Clingers at the airport are awaiting you, but soon... Very soon, you'll be able to once again enjoy Clingers of Fleetwood. So keep an eye on all three of their Facebook pages. And you want to go to clingerspubs.com for more information. You can get menus, hours of operation, all kinds of good stuff up there. So make sure you visit Clingers on Carsonia, Clingers at the airport, and Clingers of Fleetwood whenever you can. When you go in there, make sure you you tell them that you heard about them here on the 222 podcast and thank them for being a sponsor. And uh, like we say each and every week, folks, and now more than ever, uh, share the show. If you enjoy the show, Put it on your Facebook page. Put it on your Twitter. Uh, grab your friend's phone or your family's phone at one of your get-togethers. you got Thanksgiving coming up on Thursday. Grab their phone. Mm-hmm. Hit subscribe on iTunes. Uh, let them know that they should spend an hour each and every week with us, even if they're from out of town. Get them onto the show because if you enjoy it, chances are someone you know will enjoy the show as well, and we would really like your help in spreading the word because if you like the show, spread the word to keep the show around. I got two things. Go ahead. One. Even if you don't like it, yeah, still share it. Well, if you don't like it, why are you still listening? It, well, even even if you just wanted to, to write nasty hate mail, I assume mm-hmm. that everyone that's still listening on episode one hundred and twenty six likes the show or is brand new. But those are those people that are also they watch TV. Well, I don't like it, but I want to see what they're going to say. So you think there are people hate listening to us? Yeah, I don't think there's. So, I really doubt there's anyone hate listening. I can to name us. a few. I see the list. Of people who follow our Facebook page, I assume yes. the Facebook page people listen. I can pick out a few people that probably hate listen. Um, so, well, if they hate us, well, g- give me one. Pottinger, <laughs> well, he, he hates me. Well, still, still, still hate listen. It's true. Um, so, even if you hate us, <laughs> he hates share fifty percent of the show. Yeah, um, and like Grandma has an iPhone, probably. You know, most yeah. older folks have it, and yeah. so just grab her phone and hit subscribe. She won't know what you're doing. Tell her you're updating the phone and just hit subscribe. Yeah, but the problem's going to be we don't get the um, help unless the episodes download. And if you set them to automatically download, eventually grandma's going to go to take a picture and her Uh, iPhone's going to be like out of storage. Well, every holiday, delete the past episodes. That'll work for like (laughs) Thanksgiving, (laughs) Christmas, and New Year. But then you're gonna not the Easter. <laughs> the Easter, won't make it. To I don't think Easter is gonna last. Well, if Grandma's got two fifty six, if she's got the one sixteen, yeah, nah, I don't you're know. You're gonna have to get Grandma a new phone. Yeah, exactly. More storage. Yeah, or just hook her up with unlimited cloud access. Oh yeah, there you go. See, you gotta think outside the box. So help us spread the word again. Email your friends the link, Facebook it, Twitter it, Instagram it, whatever you got to do. Help us get the word out about the 222 podcast, and hopefully we can grow the listeners out there and have even more 222ers each and every week. Robbie, how are you doing? I'm good. You're good. You're back? I'm back. Another work trip, and uh, as always, (sighs) uh, work doesn't take center stage 
during your work trips, but your dinners take center stage, yeah, at buddy. least for me on Facebook during your work trips. So I want to get into that coming up yes. a little bit later on. But I want to know that I want you to know that while you're excited to eat these very good meals mm-hmm. and you get pumped up when you're on your work trips, I want to let you know what excites me food wise here in Berks County yeah. when I'm coming home from the Royals at 10 o'clock at night. Oh. And what is eventually going to kill me if this limited time offer that this fast food restaurant is running doesn't go away? Oh. Right now, Wendy's is offering $1 any sized French fries. Really? And there is a Wendy's in West Reading. So all I do after Royals games <laughs> is come home Penn Avenue and I stop in. On the way home from Wales and get uh, for a dollar six because of tax, I get a large French fry. That's really good. Then I come home and just dump it onto a plate. And you don't feel as bad when you're eating the French fries out of the sleeve or out of the bag. But then oh. go home and dump them on a paper plate, and you realize how many French fries yeah. are in a large fry. They're always overflowing. Off As the a paper fat guy, plate. I'm like, look at this sleeve. They skip me on my fries, and then you pour it on a plate. It's like, damn, that's a that's a ton, ton of French that's fries. That's a lot of French fries, and you feel guilty yeah. while you're sitting there eating them. What I'm going to start doing is I'm going to leave them in the bag, but I'm going to get a plate for ketchup because I like to do the ketchup with the old bay and the ketchup, mix it up together. Yeah, and that's I'm, right, you do that to to not feel guilty. I'm gonna, so I can't see the amount of French fries. Or at least see the amount on the plate because that, like you, that's when it just it looks obscenely ridiculous. Yeah, I, I stopped feeling guilty about five years ago. I just I don't feel guilt. I just you know what? If it's good, I'd do it. And your Facebook definitely yeah. supports that oh. argument. I, I've I've hurt the the cow and pig industry lately. Really, I've I've dug, I've I put a dent into that. Well, you were doing it down in Texas, so I think they well, already. Well, that's true. They're pretty good per capita. They're, up. they're probably doing all right down there. Mm. All right, we're gonna get things going. Lots to get into today. Obviously, we're gonna touch on the uh, big snowstorm that Robbie missed out on. Plus, we're gonna find out uh, again where Robbie ate, and uh, there is a restaurant that I don't I don't know anyone who has ever gone to this restaurant as many times. As you go to this restaurant. Yeah. And I would like you to try to ballpark, because we are getting close to the end of the year, how many times in 2018 you have visited this restaurant that for most people is kind of like a once a year treat type deal or maybe once or twice a year or special occasions. You're just going on a Wednesday. Yeah. <laughs> just It's like going to Cracker Barrel for me. So I want you to think about ballparking it. Yeah. How many times you've been here in 2018. Okay, been there in 2018. That's crazy. All right, we'll take we'll get things started <laughs> as Robbie thinks. It's episode 126 of the 222 podcast. All right, flight directors, I want the go no go for launch. Retro, go flight. Booster, go flight. Eco, go flight. Trajectory, go flight. Fido, go flight. Ava, go flight. Capcom Freedom, go flight. Capcom Independence, go flight. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's pucker time. Oh, not again. This is the 222 Podcast with Mike Keller. The jerk store called. They're running out of you. And Robbie Lessig. You just made the list. Follow the show on Facebook at facebook.com slash Mike and Robbie and at Mike and Robbie on Twitter. Plus, you can send them an email at 222M&R at gmail.com. We're ready to believe you. Now, here's Mike. It's Miller time. It sure is. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Episode 126 of the 222 podcast right here on readyneagle.com slash 222. 
But as we say each and every week, uh, most people, I believe, listen to the shows on their smart devices. And, Robbie, if they're going to listen on their smart devices, the good news is there are plenty of options. You can pick probably your favorite way to find the show. Yeah, so if you have an Android or an Apple product, you can find us on uh, the original on Podbean. If you have just an Apple product, you can find us on Apple uh, Podcasts. Mm -hmm. And uh, if you want to uh, find us online... RedEagle.com slash 222 or download the Red and Eagle app. Yes, the Red and Eagle app. We're on there under podcast. And the newest yep. member of our digital family, the TuneIn app. And uh, that's pretty cool because most people who I uh, believe listen to uh, not just this, but also WEEU, the WEEU Morning Show, they can get the WEEU Morning Show and all WEEU's programming via the TuneIn app as well. So one-stop shopping right there. And really, uh, like I said during the open there, if you can... Spread the word. We sure would appreciate it. Turn them on to our Facebook, mm -hmm. our Twitter, and let them know they can drop us an email as well, right? Yeah, sure. If you want to find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash 222, on the old tweet box, at Mike and Robbie. And if you want to email us, 222MNR at gmail.com. So reach out and touch us. Hard to believe, Robbie, that uh, it's already Thanksgiving week. Oh, craziness. And uh, it's sneaking up on everybody. For the most part, this is this is the earliest Thanksgiving can be because it's always the fourth Thursday of the month. Mm -hmm. And this year, uh, November 1st, was a Thursday. Yep. So it's as early as it can be, November 22nd. And it just, it just feels like we just had... Uh, Halloween, and that was just you know three weeks ago or so, and now we're getting into Thanksgiving, and before you know it, it'll be Christmas. 2018 is going to be over in a blink of an so eye. So do you think it's because all these stores, I mean, there's no, like, as soon as the bathing suit season is over, like August, then we're into winter clothes, and then, you know, then you got Halloween in September, and then you got Thanksgiving, I mean, is it... Do you feel behind because of that, maybe? I don't, or they're playing Christmas music already? The Christmas music is too soon. I'm a big believer because I love Thanksgiving. So I hate when people go from Halloween right to Christmas yeah. because I think Thanksgiving, as far as holidays go, it's my favorite because there's none of that pressure of finding the right gift for somebody yeah. or or remembering at the last minute that you forgot to get a gift for Uncle Pat yeah. and now you got to run out on Christmas Eve mm -hmm. and deal with that nonsense yeah. after you think you're all caught up and you think you're ready to go. I like a holiday where you can just get together with friends and family. You can just eat a nice meal. Yeah. You can hang out. You can watch some football. You can chill. I like the low keyness for the most part. If you're if you're hosting, there's a lot of work, and we're hosting my wife's family this year on the on Saturday. Yeah. But uh, for the most part, as far as this time of year goes, it's a pretty low key holiday. It is. And <laughs> what is the better the best parts of think the best parts of any holiday are eating and drinking and hanging out and and hanging out and just playing a game or just yep. chilling. And to me, now that I have a son as well. Uh, even though that it's cool to see them rip open their gifts, I think Thanksgiving's cool because a lot of my family don't get together regularly, mm -hmm. but Thanksgiving we do. So now they can see him, he's walking, he's talking, and that's kind of a cool thing. But uh, I don't know, I just feel every year it gets, it sneaks up on me worse. And I just don't know why. Maybe it's because we're getting older. I mean, when we were kids, it seemed like it was like... Oh it my, took it, forever. It, it took forever to get here because you know you got a big uh, school break, mm -hmm. you know, and of course the Christmas thing, and... I don't know. I just, uh, it, it's, I feel behind every year. Yeah, this one even more so. I'm just, I'm su just surprised it's already Thanksgiving, but looking forward to it. So we hope everybody has a, a very nice Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. You always do a lot of cooking for every holiday and family get together. Are you hosting this year? We're not hosting, thank goodness. That's good. My aunt, we split them. So I'm doing Christmas, she's okay. doing Thanksgiving, but I'm still cooking. So we split it. 
and uh, Leah works, unfortunately. So I'm I work. I get have it. Have the baby and <laughs> and trying to cook. Trying to cook. <laughs> You're gonna have to bring over a spotter. Yeah. So my aunt is coming over and right, kind of help out because now too he's like I said he's and he's just not like walking once in a while. It's like it's constant. <laughs> it's full like blown walking. It's like the nuclear bomb that Bane made in The Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> he's gone mobile. <laughs> Exactly. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It's um, it's <laughs> Gotham shall rise again. It's <laughs> a terrible Tom Hardy. I band. love that. That's that's the only I liked his voice. That's the only thing I liked about that movie. Oh, that anyway, movie's great. Um, Plus, but, it's the only thing you liked about that movie. Pretty much. I know. I hated those movies. I really did. Anne Hathaway, Catwoman. Oh, don't get me started. No, Anne Hathaway <laughs> in leather. <laughs> Winner. That's what I'm talking about. And Hathaway as Catwoman, loser. How, you're the only person, and we're not getting into this right now, but I you're know. the only person I know that doesn't like the Christopher Nolan I Batman I know. Movies. I am. I am. I'm a purist. I don't know what that means. I like the original. What What do you mean? Not that, Not Adam West original. The Michael I Keaton? I like the Michael Keaton. And, okay, listen, I like it better than you, the George Clooney Okay, but those are all kind of the same world. You you like the the more comic booky versions as opposed to the realistic versions. Yes, but you still like the Marvel movies, which are very much realistic. I didn't. Yes. I, first of all, I well, I never get into that. Yeah, I don't want to go down this rabbit hole. But yeah, there's many reasons I don't like it. I think you know what I think it is, and this will be the last thing. If you want to respond to this, you sure. can. I think it's simply a nostalgia thing. You just have this soft spot in your heart from a kid standpoint that you fell in love with probably your first, um, your first. Yeah, that was my first movie I saw. Your first bat, your, just your first introduction to these characters up on the now, screen. Again, and the last thing I will say, okay. I like Batman Begins and that series the best, which I'm also in the very minimum. The 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 very the uh, the introduction how I like that that was good that was very good and but I didn't like Bane I didn't like Catwoman I didn't you know but that Scarecrow was just eh, average too in that one but I did like Batman Begins I like that well story. Scarecrow was in Batman I know Begins, but I mean yeah. I didn't like I like that story yeah that was good of how he developed but anyway yeah. all right where were we you were what are you cooking then if you're uh, if you're splitting the uh, I'm Thanksgiving cooking, prep I'm cooking filling okay so potato filling all right but my potato filling is a little different I use bread and potatoes mm-hmm. and then like. 10 pounds of butter because I mean pfft, you know it, it's, it's actually more butter what, than potatoes what's my bread. name you know what I mean um, I am making a ham with a uh, Coca-Cola glaze I am making uh, sauteed green beans and I think that's all I'm making for Thanksgiving so who's making the bird and a dessert I'm making a dessert my aunt is making the bird making the bird so that's that I, I will tell you that my wife is going to do probably uh, all of the work because <laughs> she is the one that will uh that will be responsible for everything. I will be responsible for getting the beverages. Oh, so okay. I will be making the beer run oh, for well, Saturday's okay. festivities. Well, that's important. She might go with the help, uh, but I I'm going to be I think uh, the person who who is responsible for the beer. Yeah. Which well, you, I can handle. But you can cook. I can cook a little. Yeah. Uh, they are also like splitting the responsibilities. Yeah. We're hosting, but I think her mom and dad are actually making the bird. Her dad, and I don't know if he's doing it this year just because of uh, transporting it, and um, I don't think he wants to bring all this stuff up here to do it here. Uh, in the past, we have done the deep-fried turkey, oh, which know. is a 15 out of 10. It, it yeah. is l- the best turkey I have ever had, and I love turkey. Like I get yeah. I, The only thing I can relate to in the Christmas Story movie is how much the old man loves <laughs> the turkey. That is me on Thanksgiving. So my aunt is making the turkey. 
to me, I've never deep fried. I've eaten deep fried. It's amazing. It's amazing, it, but it is such a it is such it's a it's um, dangerous. It's dangerous and it's an intimidating process. So I've seen horror horror videos, you know. But I mean, I would. I'm not dumb. I'm not going to do it inside. I'm not going to do it on the deck. You got to do it in the yard, you know, away from. But I think you have to try it first, not for Thanksgiving. Yeah, you want to do a test run because if you don't, what happens if it goes badly? Then Thanksgiving's ruined. And you gotta <laughs> find someone, whether it's a family member or a friend, or if a friend knows somebody that has done it before in the past yeah. and can come over and give you a tutorial. Yeah. So I'm gonna get a kit. They're like eighty bucks. Yeah. With a hole that they had the hanger, and mm-hmm. I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna try it. I'm, I got my turkey already. It's frozen. Get a tutor. Yeah, and I'm gonna I'm gonna do it after. So maybe I'll have some people over, like for Christmas. No, you no. can have a deep fry, but I mean after you test. Oh, this yeah, after out. I test it, so I need to have two turkeys. Yeah, <laughs> to get two turkeys, but you need a test turkey, and if everything goes well, then you can do the. Uh, like I'm not gonna turkey. eat two turkeys. <laughs> so it's silly, but it is fantastic. And I tell you what, um, we've only hosted Thanksgiving one other time, and it was kind of embarrassing because my father-in-law wanted me to carve the turkey, oh, and I had is, yeah, I had absolutely no idea what I was doing. And he kind of showed me, but it was five years ago, maybe. Oh, okay. So if he wants me to do it again, I'll give you a tutorial. I have absolutely no idea what I'm doing. I'm the on the on the carver myself. See, I'd prefer <clears throat> my father-in-law do it. Just go ahead. He's done it before. He's the uh, patriarch of this side of the family. Yeah. So go ahead, take the sharp knife. You remember, you're dealing with someone who had to go to the hospital to get stitches in their finger after they cut their finger with a butter knife opening a bag of croutons. Yeah, that's true. So me carving a turkey with that giant um, machete is probably not a good idea. And see, I like your thinking, though, because, you know, if you would bleed all over the turkey, it's ruined. It's ruined. So we You think sh- it was bad when the Griswolds cut the turkey. Yeah, yeah. You get a, you get a squirter on yeah, there. You get some blood. You're not eating it. No, you know. So um, I would, yeah, I would definitely let him carve it. But it is, it is that is an art form. Because it is. There is truly a way to cut it. You should always remove the breast. Like people think they should slice the breast on the bird. That's incorrect. You should remove the whole breast from the bird and then slice it because when you slice it that way, all the juice runs out. Ah, oh, and then it stays in the uh, stays in, little yeah, dish there. This way, when you slice in the pan, it retains the juice and it's in the pan with with the meat. So, Very nice, and then and, and then trim the, all the legs, and they trim that off. It's also I find it like there's a way to take to get the legs off the bird without really ruining it and getting like extra bone or extra meat. With yeah, the you leg. almost have to like crack it's like a twist. Yeah, yeah, you have to twist it off, and you don't even have to cut it really. Like you twist it off at the bird, and then you just twist the joints, and they pop out right out. Look at you. Hey, listen. Look at you. <laughs> listen, I was, uh, you know. You know, I could open a restaurant. I will say that uh, the other thing that my father-in-law does uh, with the bird that is fantastic, and I think he got it from the deep frying aspect, is he injects it with flavoring. Oh, yes. Which is, it makes such a difference. Uh, One thing I want to try is I keep hearing brining a turkey. You brine it like almost like a pickle brine, and I've not I've not tasted or done that, but I hear that's really good when you deep fry. You brine it overnight, and then you dry it, and then you deep fry. So I don't know what this whole brining thing is, but that's a newer. And give that a go. Last year, my dad uh, made a turkey in his smoker, oh, which was pretty good. That is good. My wife's not a fan, but I liked it. See, but when you make something, no one at the dinner table is saying, oh, um, who made this? In my household, when I host, they ask, Leah didn't make this, did she? <laughs> and I go, no. She's, no. <laughs> she, she wasn't even in the room. No, she, she just... She just, she just Put the rolls in the basket, <laughs> so you're good. I mean, that's that's what I get. So. That's what it boils down to. Yeah. Well, I hope you have a good Thanksgiving you too, uh, and enjoy the uh, enjoy the ants' house and enjoy not 
not hosting because oh, yeah. that is such a weight. And I, I, I am panic like I, I I don't like it's just I know how much stuff has to be done because my wife is a perfectionist. She's going to want the house looking great. And it's it both families? No, it's just my just, wife's side of the family okay. because it's, they're so big to begin with. Yeah, There's oh, so yeah. many. It's like 15 people. Yeah, yeah. And we're going to be down here, so the studio has to be torn down. Yeah. It's, it's a whole process to get ready. We should record while you're eating. <laughs> now, that would be a show. That would be something. <laughs> Nothing says Thanksgiving with the family like eating in this room. Yeah. Look around. Nothing says your traditional, no. classy Thanksgiving like eating in a room where there's rally towels pinned to the wall. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I bet that Reading Christmas run will be gone. After, oh, that, won't after, that will not survive. Yeah, that's going to be gone. I may have to hide it. Yeah, I'm going to have to like get a little of my Coke here quick just to, <laughs> just to taste it. A last sip of the delicious uh, Reading <laughs> Distilling Guild Christmas rum. Uh, hey, uh, you were out of town this week. I was. So you missed the snowstorm. I did. Uh, which was just... Awful, and they were calling for a certain amount. I think we we got a little bit more than they were originally predicting because it came in faster and hung a lo- hung around a little bit longer than I think they thought it was going to remain snow. They expected the switch over to sleet to mm-hmm. come a lot earlier in the day than it did, but it came in and within a half an hour, all the roads Crazy. were just a hot mess. And I have never heard more people with horror stories trying to get home from the office at 5 o'clock. Thank goodness, knock on wood, that I work till 1. And on normal days, I would have gotten out of the uh, station a lot earlier because of the weather. Yeah. But I was sticking around because I had a scheduled interview with Dennis Miller uh, that I had to record. So as soon as that was over, I got home. My normal drive is like 7 minutes or so. Mm-hmm. It took me 35 minutes to get home. But it, there were people who were on the uh, roadways for 4 or 5 hours. People on 78 were stuck overnight. It was crazy. Leah, it's she told me it took her from the Reading Hospital to Blandon, where our son's daycare is. It took her 3 hours. It's crazy. I mean... It, and she she got done work at three thirty. She didn't get home till six. That is nuts. I mean, six thirty. Six thirty. By the way, three hours. That's that's on the low end of some of the totals yeah. I've heard. As I said, some people stuck overnight. Fox twenty nine. I always have Good Day Philadelphia on in the station in case any kind of news happens. Mm-hmm. Fox twenty nine had a reporter up in the Lehigh Valley uh, on seventy eight, where it was just everybody stopped and they had been there. Uh, by that point, probably 14, 15 hours or something like that. It and, was nuts. And what happened? I mean, it was just, it was unexpected? Or? Uh, it was expected, but I think it came in faster than anybody could have done. I mean, it went from nothing on the roadways to they were all white. That's my crazy. only My only question is I didn't see any plows. On my ride home, I saw zero plows. And once you get to a certain point where then people are stuck on the roadways... Like you can't plow. Like that's what the problem was on seventy eight. Yeah, they had tractor trailers stuck on the road. Yeah, you can't clear it. There's nothing you could do. Yeah, I mean, my thing is though. I mean, okay, we're we're living in a modern technology era, and I, and 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 this is this we're in the Northeast, and it's expected every year. It seems just like, uh oh, we don't know what to do. It was nuts. Yeah. Uh, it, I, I, but and it, I don't want to be like an old curmudgeon. Yeah, but it's just like, come on, guys. I think the roads were treated with that. Whatever fluid they but spray on it now, but anything. I didn't see any salt. It was it was a really, it was it was just terrible. I, will, and I feel bad for the people. Out I there. will tell you though, I went to I was in Houston this week, mm-hmm. and me like a dummy doesn't check the weather. I'm just like, oh, it's Houston. I'm gonna be into you know like you're expecting 65, 70 yeah. degrees. So I wore a jeans and a polo, and I wore my blazer, like my suit jacket that I usually wear because I don't have to pack it and it doesn't get wrinkled. Yep. So I usually wear it like, and that's kind of like casual dress. So I. I got off the plane, and it was just as cold in Houston. <laughs> and once I got off the jet bridge and all you know the windows in the airport, it was flurrying. I'm like, what the hell? Did we make a U-turn? I'm like, am I still in Allentown? 
<laughs> it was crazy. And all week it was freezing. I'm just like, this is nuts. It was like 40 degrees. You it was said, like the whole yeah, week. low 40s. And then it, I think it like peaked at 50. But it was still cold. It was cold, but I will Not take here. that yeah. over the snow hell that what we had on Thursday. I'm just like, man, what is happening? Houston should be like 80 degrees this time of year. Now, yeah, I, I would have expected the exact same thing. Yeah, that it's it's tough. We used to go to Myrtle Beach in the spring, uh, in like early spring, because that was the best deal, like March. So you could get 35, 40 degrees, or you could get 80 degrees. Yeah, and sometimes you'd get both multiple times in the same week. Mm-hmm. So you had to pack. Everything, everything you own, basically. You just throw everything you own into the biggest duffel bag you got and hope for the best. So I had like all short sleeve stuff. So, I mean, I didn't pack shorts. I mean, I'm not that dumb to pack shorts, but still, I was chilly. Robbie f- bought the first sweatshirt that he saw at the airport. <laughs> yeah. He now has a Houston sweatshirt. Yeah, I love Houston. <laughs> I love you. I heart Houston. So we get home. I get home around one o'clock, and Julian Lena had already gotten home because there was an early dismissal. And uh, I got home. And, right, well, maybe it was 1 30. And we're sitting there. I'm having lunch. And 2 o'clock, the electric goes off. Oh, no. And we get a message from PP&L because the nice thing in 2018 is that you do get these updates. Because mm-hmm. back, I remember in the day, when you would try to find out when your electric's going to come back on, you'd call the power company, you just get a busy signal. Because yeah. everybody's Everyone's trying to calling. call the power company, and you would never be able to get through to somebody. Now, you just go on the website, or you get a text from them, mm-hmm. because they know that you have a you have your number, and they just have everything in the system, so you get the automated text that says, yeah. hey, your power's out, we believe it'll be back up by 5. So, it was out and until least, 5. And at least you have a a goal. Yeah. You see the light at the end of the tunnel. Light at the end of the tunnel. Most of the time. So 5 o'clock, the electric comes back on. Mm. Now, it was starting to get pretty cold in the house, yeah. and we had gotten to the point where we had lit some candles because it was 5 o'clock and it starts getting dark now in the 4 o'clock hour. Mm-hmm. So electric comes back on, we go around, we reset all the clocks. Okay. All the clocks are reset, we're now back to standard operating, we're ready to go for the rest of yeah. the day. So 8 o'clock happens, Julie's in Lena's room getting ready to uh, put her to bed, they're reading Harry Potter. Lights go out again. Aye. Eight o'clock at night. It's now pitch black dark. So I'm running around and I'm getting all the candles I can find while she's reading to uh, Lena in her bedroom by some kind of book light they got. Yeah. So I'm just lighting candles willy nilly. Yeah. Nobody anymore has regular candles. All we have are these scented Yankee yeah. style candles. Yeah. So I'm just grabbing them and putting them in the rooms and putting multiple candles in the rooms. And getting them going so we can see what the heck is going on. Oh. Ten minutes later, I'm getting a headache. It <laughs> smell horrible. We had pumpkin spice, <laughs> summer breeze, <laughs> white Christmas. We had all kinds of different smells yeah. coming off this these candles. We our air was more toxic <laughs> than if there was some sort of warfare going on. Chemical warfare <laughs> was LA happening. Drive time. <laughs> it was unbelievable how bad. It reeked in this house, and Julie comes out. I'm like, we got to do something. Uh, either we got to sit in the dark, or <laughs> right, we got to do something with these candles because my like eyes were watering, my <laughs> sinuses were about to explode. So Julie starts looking at the candles, and she starts organizing the candles. One room was fall candles, <laughs> the other room was summer candles. One room was winter candles, so at least we had a pumpkin spice explosion in one room. So your whole house was, like, seasonal. Yes. <laughs> I could experience all... F- it was like four seasons, but without the restaurant. Oh, it's very summery <laughs> in this bedroom. I could experience all four seasons <laughs> just by walking through our tiny That's little so house. That's so great. It was- Would you like to go to fall, honey? 
Let's go in the dining <laughs> Let's room. Let's go in the dining room. <laughs> uh, so eventually, luckily, the the electric came back on around 10 or so, so we were able to get to bed, get everything reset, and uh, we were absolutely ready to go. And uh, one more quick snow story. Um, first of all, folks, clean off the top of your car. You know, yeah. just for the love of God, do that. But uh, the next day... I had to make a, a run to Sam's for the radio station. We needed candy for the parade this morning. I did mm-hmm. the uh, Reading Holiday Parade, which uh-huh. is always a fun time. And I ran to uh, Sam's, and I was it was a busy day. I really didn't have time to do it, but I'm the one who has the car. I just happened to have it, so I was yeah. going to go get it. And I thought, you know, treat myself since I'm going to do this extra thing. I'm going to get myself a nice, large coffee at the Dunkin' Donuts next to the Sam's. Yeah, right. In Temple. Fifth Street. Yeah, right mm-hmm. there off Fifth Street. I go there, and I wanted to get a certain swirl. They didn't have it, but they had the white Christmas swirl, oh. which I love. I'm like, everything's coming up, Keller. Yeah. White chocolate Christmas swirl. Ding. I love it. Ding, ding, Check. ding. I'll take that. Thank you very much. And I'm sitting there next to the window, and over the drive through window, <laughs> there is an awning. And as I'm sitting there looking to my left out my window at the girls in the drive through window, all of a sudden, I hear this. <laughs> it scared the hell out of me. You know when Batman... And I know you don't like the movies, yeah. but when Christopher Nolan's Batman in the Dark Knight jumps off the uh, parking garage, like third story, oh, yeah, yeah. and lands on the white van that's being driven by the scarecrow, yeah, that's what it sounded like. <laughs> I thought the Dark Knight landed <laughs> on your roof. I thought he was on top. The Christian Bale was on top of my roof. Excuse me, I want some cold brew. <sighs> What's a cold brew? That stuff's overrated. <laughs> so I look over. There is a four by four foot, four inches thick slab of snow that slid off this awning and landed on my windshield. Now, thankfully, there was no damage. That could have went through. These girls are in there giggling, and one of them says to the other, "Ah, I told you we should have done something about that. So they knew there was snow up there. And they knew there was a possibility it could have fallen, and I guess they probably could have taken a stick and shook it off and then shoveled it away, but they didn't. Let me tell you. So I got my coffee oh, real quick. Good. I got my coffee because I didn't want to say anything until I got my coffee. Yeah. Because I didn't want any S- fluids you want extra, in my coffee. Extra want, white chocolate. I didn't want white chocolate <laughs> Christmas swirl with a little, you know, Natalie a little, swirl. A little phlegm. I didn't want any of that in there. <laughs> Whatever you were trying to cough up yeah, before the show started. That would have been your coffee. So I, I go, you know... You really should do something about that because that could have that could have shattered my windshield or at least cracked it or broken it. Yeah. And that would have been a real pain in the butt for you to have to call your manager and explain to them why your insurance is gonna have to pay for my windshield to be replaced. Yeah. And they just go, Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, why don't I even bother? Okay, move on. We gotta lie. Yeah, there's a lot of people who want their coffee. <laughs> <laughs> you know what do you think you're at Starbucks? Yeah. That's if we charge five dollars for coffee, we could afford to clean the awning too. Yeah, Starbucks might clean it, but we don't. Same Jack. Same girl. I knew I. Sh- I knew I should have turned around when I pulled up to the uh, drive-through thing, and she went. Like I said, because he's all. Excuse me. Welcome to Shredder You were a crack away, a windshield crack away from getting. Thank you for your yes. For clarifying From getting your free cafe latte for life. For life, like like. Oh, you cafe latte. I'll get you cafe latte. They can't tell me. I, I, I can get it. They say they, well, I, I, I can't. they have a Dunkin' Donuts black card that you might they get. just get li- lifetime well, unlimited access. When you know you get impaled by an icicle, <laughs> yeah, you're gonna get something. You know there is uh, Hooters, the uh, restaurant. They have a black card, like a VIP card. 
Really? Because uh, one of my uh, favorite radio guys, Chad Dukes, who uh, you're not a fan of, but yeah. who I love, uh, he has the Hooters black card. He can go into any Hooters and get as much food as he wants. How'd he get that? Now he has to pay for booze. Yeah, but still. Well, he's, he's drive time in Washington, D.C. on the number oh. one sports station. It has its uh, privileges. I think him and I should fight. <laughs> no, please don't. Don't ruin that for me. <laughs> him and I should wrestle. Yeah, I, I would like to see that, as a matter of fact. I mean, I, I, that would be great. I'm taking Chad Dukes in that, in that battle. Oh, I would kill him. <laughs> There's something wrong with you. There's something wrong with you. Uh, but uh, good to have you back. So let's let's get into this real quick. Uh, oh, wait. Finally, one more quick thing. Yeah. Those of you out there who like snow, <laughs> and you're out there, and I get it, because I like summer, and there's some people out there who don't like summer. I totally get it, but I have a radio show, <laughs> <laughs> and you don't. <laughs> so if I want to complain about winter and snow and how it just, by the way, was the biggest uh, annoyance for everyone in Berks County. Yeah. Summer does not cause you a six-hour ride home from work. No. Winter and snow do. Yes. So if I want to go on the air the next day and commiserate with everyone who was stuck in their car for four or five hours and the poor bastards who are still stuck in their car on 78, I don't need you to at me on Twitter, send me Facebook messages, or email me. Oh, you know, there's some of us out here who love snow. You're really a native. I wanted to stop talking about how much you hate snow. Look. 7,000 people, million people were stuck in their car forever. Take a deep breath. You like snow. Me telling me you how much I hate snow doesn't affect how much you like snow. But even those people who like snow don't like the hassle of yes. snow. Just say, it's pretty. Just don't say you like it. Just say snow is pretty. Snow can be pretty, but then you got to deal with it. That's what I'm saying. I'll so tell you what's pretty. A dusting. That's what I'm saying, but don't say you like it. You don't like it. You like the way it looks. You don't like the cold. You don't like the death... You know, the roads turn to a death slide. Yeah. You don't like that. And and by the way, people have opinions. <laughs> yeah. There are varying opinions in the world. I don't, people have forgotten how to deal with other people's opinions. Yes. It's insane. Now, if you're seeking out people, like if I know you hate snow, right? If I know you personally, and I call you. Oh, well, yeah. And I yell at you when it's snowing. That is a jerk store move. Yeah. Completely bring it back. But if I'm just talking into a microphone because that's what I have to do. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. Here's the thing. Like, and I'm not telling you not to like it. That's what I don't understand. I like the cold because I'm fat and hot. I don't like the cold. All the time. So I like the cold weather. I think it's great because I'm not burning up. Yeah. I love that. But me saying I'm cold, I wish it was warmer. Does that bother you? It doesn't bother me. I don't want to punch you in the face no. or at tweet you, you're a jerk for liking the warmth. <laughs> like, that's what's great about having a conversation. It's so weird the ways people get worked up about the most minuscule things that mean absolutely nothing. Listen, I hate all the seasons. Come at me, bro. <laughs> I hate them all. Snow, Christmas, winter, heat, sweat. 50 degree me. Houston, you hate it all. I hate it all. So you were down there, and yeah. what I was uh, inferring, or I mean, alluding to, excuse me, earlier when we started things up was there's a certain restaurant that most people go to on special occasions. <laughs> you go to midweek. All the time. You once again went to Fogo de Chao. Yes. Which is an all-you-can-eat Brazilian steakhouse. Yeah. How many times, and I, I think we've talked about Fogo de Chao. <coughs> it's basically a restaurant where guys and gals walk around with giant meat swords, which is just swords with 
slabs of meat stuck through them, and then they uh, or meat swords stuck into the meat, and then they slice the um, uh, meat off the swords and serve it to you uh, until you say, "Please, I can't possibly take any more." Yeah. How many times in 2018, approximately, have you been to Fogo de Chao? Six. It's ridiculous. And I have not been to Fogo de Chao since we went to Fogo de Chao on New Year's that was Eve. Like what? Two years that ago? That was two. It'll be two, two years this yeah. New Year's Eve. And so the reason, okay, so and and the reason I actually know that because I use Open Table, which is a reservation that gets you points, and then points get you gift cards. Fogo is on that. So when I when I get a client in whatever city, the first thing I do is type in Fogo de Chao <laughs> in that area, and and if there's one, I make my reservation. What's the furthest you've ever driven? To go to Fogo de Chao when on a business trip? Uh, I think I was in uh, Chicago suburbs, and it was probably like a 45-minute drive. <laughs> to go to Fogo de Chao. And it was downtown, so I walked around downtown. Chicago. That's pretty nice. So, But, yeah. And the, my favorite question is, have you been here before, sir? I'm like, well, I haven't been here, <laughs> but I've been to other many. And I'm familiar with your process. And I know the drill. Bring on the meat. <laughs> <laughs> You're something else. <laughs> and it... And I don't pay for it. That's even the best part. That's, I mean, that's why most people only go on special occasions because, as far as meals go, it's a bit pricey. It's fifty-five bucks. I mean, and it varies. It's usually forty-five to fifty-five, depending. Now I was in downtown Houston, so <clears throat> that's really. Ex- I mean, it's more expensive area, but yeah, there's fifty-five bucks. But I'll tell you what, it's a great, it's a great meal. They lost money on me, friend. <laughs> See, I have trouble. I do uh, have you- trouble. And I'm telling you what. So I put a dent in it, I and mean, we've said this before on you know back when we first went. But Julie trumps me when she goes. She does a great job. She now she hurts the next day, but she does a great job. Houses. I mean, it's it's a marvel to watch. Like you think you think like me wrestling some cow, but I'm telling and you. I'm not trying to be mean though, but when you sit down at Fogo de Chao, I expect you. You look like a guy Damn right. who is gonna do some damage. And I take that as a compliment. She necessarily doesn't. No, she's like my thigh. <laughs> and she's there like and she ate twenty pounds of meat. I'm like Man, that's impressive. And she wasn't like you, where you turn bright red and start. Yeah, sweating. she wasn't having an aneurysm. I was having a borderline heart attack. Now I pushed through. Robbie I pushed through. Robbie turned the color of rare. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was. People were coming up to see to check their meat against his face. <laughs> they were ready to stick a skewer up my ass and serve me. I was so rare. My goodness. Now, see, I didn't have any champagne. I keep there. The champagne. I didn't have any champagne. It was a champagne. Because I was completely fine. I was, I was, you know, and I must say, <clears throat> I prefer it when I'm alone. Why? I don't know. So you went by yourself? Yeah. <laughs> just one, just a dude sitting at a table yeah, I, housing some meat. And you know why? Because they pay so much more attention to you when it's just one person. It's because they feel bad for you. I, I, don't even, I don't even care. I sat there. I watched the TV. Look at this poor son of a <laughs> But you know, so there were a lot of people in the area by by themselves, by themselves eating. And I, I see, I love eating by myself. I prefer it. I haven't been out to eat by myself probably in 15, 20 years. Wow, I love it. Leah always says to me, "How can you go out to eat by yourself? Isn't that embarrassing?" It's not embarrassing. I just never think to do it. I'll, I always get takeout if I'm by myself. And I said, I. By the end of the meal, I'll know the waiter or waitress's like favorite color, where they live, are they married, how many kids they have. And you're much better at that than I am. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I you'll I, chat I, people. Oh up. yeah, I, they'll sit. Some of them sit down with me. Actually, and just start talking. The funny thing is, when they came over to Robbie at Fogo de Chao and asked if he'd ever been there before, they're like, 
He's like, do you know who I am? <laughs> and they actually said, yes. <laughs> Your picture's back in the break room. <laughs> Unlike at Clingers, they knew who I was. Like, oh, this guy. All right, let's get to our drinks and yeah. our snacks here on episode 126 of the 222 podcast. Uh, I'm excited for next week's snack. Uh, I'm going to save this for after the Thanksgiving holiday um, as we will kick off our Christmas stretch. And I think we'll probably have a lot of uh, Christmas-themed snacks and drinks over the next uh, five, six weeks or so. But uh, next week, I am going to uh, bring eggnog cake rolls to listen, the uh, program. Listen, I I like a lot of things about the holidays. Eggnog is not one of them? Eggnog is one of them. Oh, you do like I eggnog. I love eggnog. I'm anti-eggnog. It's not that I'm anti, I just don't love it like, the, like you do. Like, I... Love it. Although I think we had one last year that I did like. Yeah, because we got it. It was it was uh, soy based or something like that or almond because you know yeah. you're a little lactose intolerant. And it was uh, there. It had a different taste to it. It, it was wasn't good. Thick. It yeah, was it wasn't like, as thick. Yeah. yeah, but it still had the flavor. It was yeah. good. <clears throat> All right. What do you want to do? Your drink or snack first? What do you think? Let's do my drink. I'm excited. Okay. I'm more excited for my snack. But I figure this is the last pumpkin spice thing we'll probably do because we're coming closer to Thanksgiving and getting into Christmas stuff. But Reading Draft, I actually like their soda. They it's make actually, a lot of good stuff. And uh, their uh, cream soda is probably the best cream soda I've had. Uh, but they have a pumpkin spice. I saw this at the farmer's market um, over in uh, the Reading Farmer's Fairgrounds. Market. Fairgrounds. And uh, so I got pumpkin spice. All right. Let's give that a go. Last, I've never had pumpkin spice soda. Beer? Yeah, yes, things, I yeah, never had the pumpkin spice soda either. What color? Oh, it is a. Uh, it is like an orange. It is an orangey color, but it's not like an orange soda. No, it's uh, it's amber. a much yeah, amber. Good quality. It's a much deeper orange. It looks like say. beer almost. It does. It smells sweet. Wow! Holy Hannah! Wow! Mm. Mm. Oh my goodness! I don't know what that is, but that um, the good news is. It's caffeine-free and pure cane sugar. Yeah, I just want a diabetic shock. It's a little sweet. Holy. Uh, that's all I get is sweet. I get no flavor. Instead. I get nothing but sweetness. And I'm still getting it. Yeah, nothing but knock your socks off sweetness. <sighs> I all didn't get carbonation. No, it, it was a little flat, and you just cracked open the bottle, too. Yeah. I know you're excited for your snack. Uh, you came in, I think, <laughs> holding this over your head like they uh, presented Simba to the Pride Land. Yeah, th- I-, I saw these, and I, I marked out. Um, so Ritz... Fudge covered Ritz. <laughs> Everyone loves Ritz. Who doesn't like a Ritz? A buttery cracker. Mm. My daughter's one of the pickiest eaters around, and even she likes Ritz. Oh, that's good. I'm not getting a lot of Ritz. No, there it is. I got a bigger bite there. Okay. You got to take a big bite to get the Ritz. If you take a small bite, a lot of the uh, fudge overwhelms you. Do the whole thing? Just pop it in. There we go. Mm hmm. That's good. You know who else is a big fan of Ritz? Hmm. Kramer. <laughs> yeah. Remember when he was TCBing? <laughs> I had a briefcase full of Ritz. That's right. <laughs> I don't know if there's any fudge Ritz in there. <laughs> it was everywhere eating it. They didn't have that back in the day. Uh-huh. Those are good. Mm. I'm not sure how many I could eat, though. Very, um, very, well, the Ritz cracker is already a, a rich cracker to begin with. Yeah, and you have the fu- it's very. Yeah. It is very rich. That would be my only... Complaint. Uh, they have a recipe on the back, as some of these things do. Uh, I feel like this is something you can make. You can make rich triple layer chocolate pie. Oh, that might be I one. I might have to make that. Doctor <clears throat> Baker over there, you may have to make that. Yeah, the salt is good on too. I because I like the salty butter. All right, you get that. Let's That's do good. my drink first right. because uh, we'll cleanse the palate before we get to <clears throat> my uh, snack here. This is something I got a while back. I was trying to hold on to it because we had done a bunch of pre-made cold brews and uh, coffees uh, in a row there. So we saw this. This is Chameleon Cold Brew. 
Uh, it's Mexican coffee, ready to enjoy, lightly sweetened. Uh, the thing I liked about it and what caught my eye, uh, the bottle is a pretty good-sized bottle. I'm trying to see what the... Um, what the ounceage is, I would say it's right around twelve ounces or so, and there's only sixty calories in here. And some of oh, these, wow, some bad. of these iced coffees, you know, it's like two hundred eighty calories if you drink the whole bottle. So this is only sixty. Let me pop this guy open, pour some in your uh, cup there. There you go. Give that a go. Thank you, sir. Chameleon cold brew Mexican coffee. Now there is some sweetener in there. I will say, if just even smelling and looking at it, if you don't like darker coffee. It does appear to be like a dark. I, I don't think. Yeah, I don't think this is going to be your cup of uh, coffee. But I, I, I've never had Mexican coffee <clears> before, <throat> so I don't know if that's if Mexican coffee naturally or uh, mostly is is a dark roast. It, I have had Dominican coffee before, and that is a that is a dark roast. I've had Cuban, and you can only drink it like in the thimble. <laughs> no, that's that concentrated. Because I put it in a cup, and I was in Miami for work, and, yeah. the, and the late the girls were like, "You're going to die. <laughs> drink it in this little symbol." <laughs> I, I thought that was like for cream or something. I don't know. That's where let they me, get five hour energy. Let me tell you what. Woo! Did the job. Oh. Now it is black. It's got a bit of a. Is it almost like a minty flavoring? I don't know. There's something there on the back end that that's interesting. It's good. I I don't know what <clears throat> it is though. Mexican cold brew. Hmm. It'll be love at first sip when you try this one of a kind cold brew that blends cinnamon. There it is, almond and vanilla flavors huh. with a touch of organic sugar. Organic, cautiously crafted cold brew takes commitment. <laughs> Why cautiously? We source organic beans and carefully air roast them to deliver low acid, super smooth coffee every time. It is good. Uh, now that I know it's cinnamon, it's good. I must say it's very. Ref- I mean, I don't know because it's really cold. It is. It's ice cold. But it's very refreshing. It is. I think some of those other drinks make me. Th- excuse me, make me thirsty. You know, this actually is refreshing. Very good. I like it. I like it a lot. It's uh, it's different because as we've talked about some of those pre-made bottled iced coffees or cold brew coffees, they're almost like chocolate milk. Well, yeah, and it's like 400 calories. Yeah, this I mean, this is 60 is, calories per serving. That's no, that's not a bad. black coffee, and it's uh, still oh, got so, some so sweetness to it. So the whole bottle is 60 calories. Yeah. Like you, I'm sorry, I thought you were... No, 60 calories the whole... That's why I said that's why I like that. That's really good. Um, I'm a big fan of popcorn, and a smart food is famous for their white cheddar popcorn. Well, now they've made a spicy jalapeno ranch popcorn. Mm-mm-mm. Now, I'm looking forward to this to see how much how much seasoning you can get on a popcorn because sometimes popcorn is a tough thing to season. It is. So I'm interested to see this, especially when it's prepackaged and yep, it, oh. it can all fall off. It. I see the little. Uh, I see some seasoning though on the popcorn. It appears to be uh, properly seasoned. Give it a go. Hmm. Hmm. Mm. I like it. You get the heat at the end. Mm-hmm. And you get the ranch, too, the creaminess of the ranch. You get that first. That is good. Oh. And it's not knock-you-down spicy. No. But it's the kind of spice I expect from a jalapeno. Well, it's also spice that I think if people aren't, like, hot fans, like, really hot, you could eat this and be satisfied. Let me tell you, uh, by the way, spicy food. Last week, I brought the ghost pepper Chex Mix. Oh, yeah. I've tried to snack on that. Can't do it. I've almost got the whole bag eaten. But when you eat a lot of that at one time, yeah, it's no joke. Yeah. That might be the spiciest packaged snack food I have ever had. I, I was still hurt when I left the studio last week. I mean, that is... That is no joke. And it, But it's good. It is very good. It's not stupid hot. No. I always say stupid hot. Like, it's just hot to be hot. 
It's flavorful. It's not like when you go to those restaurants that have the wing challenges. Yeah, they just want to kill you. Yeah, they just want to kill you and they hurt your insides and mm-hmm. burn you twice. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a tasty hop, but if you eat a lot, you're hurting. And I had no repercussions. <laughs> so that's a good that's a good hot. When I got repercussions, and you know what I mean. Everyone everyone suffers. I don't like it. Yeah, All right. Plumbing. Let's go through our ratings here. Let's start with your Reading Draft Pumpkin Spice Soda. This is unfortunate because I like Reading Draft. I really do. Whenever I'm at the, the uh, farmer's market over at Fairgrounds, I always get a bottle of something. Um, I'm... Uh, <clears throat> I don't like this at all. There's nothing redeeming. Um, God, I'm going to go zero, maybe a .5. Like, there's nothing good about it. No, it's just sweet. I I don't even get spice. Like, one of the things we sometimes complain about with pumpkin spice beers is they'll put too much of the pumpkin spice in it. You'll get that nutmeg and cinnamon. It'll really really knock you in the face. That doesn't even have that. It's just sweet when it hits you. And I don't even think I could take a sip. I took one sip. I couldn't go for another one. It was too sweet. I mean, it was sickening sweet. Like with those beers that are pumpkin spice, if you put them in a cup, blind taste test, and said, what flavor is this? A lot of times you get in that, you get the vicinity of like a fall pumpkin spice beer. They gave me that and said, what flavor is it? I would never be able to identify no. it. Um, as far as the Ritz, I, I what do you get? 0.5. 0.5. <clears throat> the Ritz. <laughs> I'm not giving it a zero. It's because it's not nearly as bad as that coffee you brought from Starbucks, that organic Yeah, mud, that's almost the measuring mud stick. Smoothie. Yeah, that's the measuring stick of suck. And it doesn't have uh, a rough texture. It doesn't It doesn't have a texture like... Cement? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or a sandpaper like that chia seed stuff. Yeah. So I, I'll give it a point five because yeah. if those three things were in front of me, I would take that first. I drink a case of that before I drink that freaking Starbucks drink again. It takes a lot for you to say that. That's yeah. That hurts me. It hurts me deep. But that <laughs> sucked. So <laughs> sorry. I haven't, had, haven't had that in a while. <laughs> That's how adamant I am about it. <laughs> All right. Let's get to your Ritz crackers before you say something else. <laughs> um. Um. These were excellent. Now, like you said, I don't know how many I can eat because it was kind of very rich. You have yeah. the rich cracker, the rich fudge. The fudge was good, though. because It's see, a good fudge. You see fudge, and it's kind of like that waxy, crappy fudge. This is good fudge. I'm going to go... Oh, you said fudge. 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 Yeah, fudge. Uh, four. I'm going to go four. It's a good snack. It's... Tell me to tell you what. I'm going to save these for Thanksgiving. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wrap them up. They're not going to make it to Thanksgiving. Yeah, they are. No, they won't. <laughs> I'll buy another box. Who am I kidding? I'll buy another box, and there I'll bring go. these for Thanksgiving. Don't lie to the people. Yeah, right. They won't make it till the show posts on Monday. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I, they were good. Again, I don't know how many I could eat. I will give them a uh, three and a half. I'm not sure I would take those over a regular Ritz. Would you? <sighs> no. Because with a regular Ritz, you have so many options. Mm-hmm. You can meat on it. You can put butter. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's so many options. <laughs> it's just first go-to of what you can put on something. Butter. <laughs> Your butter Ritz? <laughs> Try it. It's good. Thank good you weren't around when Kramer was sunbathing with butter. <laughs> that would have been awkward. You and Newman would have had to fight over him. <laughs> um, let's go to my, um, I get a three and a half. Let's go to my cold brew uh, chameleon Mexican coffee. Um, I'm going to go three. Um, <clears throat> I, I want it again and a little more. It's a little, I need a little cream in there. I'm a cream in the coffee kind of guy. So it's good. Um, I like it that it's not that many calories. I'm going to go three. Good I, flavor. Excellent. I drink my coffee black. I got to stop eating these spicy popcorns. I'm sorry. That's okay. It's it, hot. It's good. It um, builds up on you. I'm going to, I like my coffee black. I'm going to give it a three and a half. Mm-hmm. I think it's good. It's refreshing. And I give it a little bit of a, a bonus 
3.25. Like if I'm in the middle of three, three and a half, yeah. I'm going to three and a half with it because of the fact that you could drink that whole bottle and yeah. not feel guilty like you're drinking a milkshake at uh, six o'clock in the morning. So yeah. I go three and a half. And finally, the smart food, uh, smart food, spicy jalapeno ranch popcorn. Uh, you're going to be surprised. <clears throat> That's a perfect popcorn. I'm going five. Wow. That to me, I get ranch. I get jalapeno. It's not too spicy. It's as advertised. I could eat that whole bag in a sitting. That's a perfect. That's a perfect snack. Perfect popcorn. Going five. Wow, I thought I was overselling it by going four and a half. Yeah, but uh, you're right. It is fantastic. Well, if you like spicy ranch and not overly spicy, but just like tasty spicy. Go for this smart food, spicy jalapeno ranch. Uh, that is going to become a standard here in my house. Uh, I love it. And Four and not, a half. I, I could go five as well. It's not overly ranched either. Sometimes no. it's like caked on. Normally when they have two flavors on there, one flavor overrides yeah. the other. This is a perfect marriage. I hate when you get those flavored popcorn and it's just like, ugh. Yeah. It's like wet almost because it's so much you know seasoning. That's that's perfect. It that's great. wonderful. You're right. I'm, I'm right there with you. Four and a half. Could be a five. If yeah. I, Check with me next week after I eat the whole bag. Yeah. Yeah, because guess what? I'm going grocery shopping tonight. That's on the list. That's it's so good. Uh, there you go. Those are our drinks and our snacks here on episode 126. couple things I want to get into before we wrap things up. Um, let's start with this. This week, uh, uh, some sad news as Stan Lee passed away at the age of 95. Yeah. Um, that was uh, when I saw that. I was actually off. The uh, I was off the next day after it happened, and I was kind of bummed that I was off because it was something I would have like to talk about on the air but we have the chance here uh it's hard to revisit something like that three days after it happens on the radio but here on the podcast we do once a week we can kind of jump into it and the one thing i mean the guy lived a great life and he lived a long life 95 years old you make it to 95 it's hard to complain no matter no matter what you did before you make it to 95 you had a nice long run here on earth has there been anyone in the last i'm gonna go conservative and say two decades who has made a bigger pop culture impact than Stanley? No, I can't. Ugh. Maybe, may I mean, not bigger, but maybe George Lucas coming up. I mean, yeah, but I would put George Lucas well, maybe he, the prior two decades because he didn't do nothing. Yeah, the, yeah, there's more Disney. I would say no. I mean, individually, no, no. He created those characters, and they were already huge with uh, fanboys and people who enjoyed comic books and just enjoyed superheroes. The the list, and you go online, Google list of characters that Stanley created. It's a who's who of the Marvel Universe. It's all your favorite characters were created by Stanley. And then after these comics were already a big part of people's lives, now you have this Marvel Cinematic Universe, which is just the biggest thing in entertainment mm-hmm. here uh, over the last 10 years. So you take that plus what he did his comic books and the build-up to uh, the Spider-Man Tobey Maguire movies, the Spider-Man Andrew Garfield movies, all these characters throughout the last two decades. I don't think anyone has made a bigger pop culture impact uh, worldwide no. than Stan Lee did, and I don't even think we realize it. <clears throat> One thing, too, that I appreciate more, I mean, that is amazing, but you don't hear a bad word about this man. No. You know, you always hear, like, <clears throat> some of your idols, like Seinfeld for you and I, and he's a jerk store to people, mm-hmm. and it kind of is let uh, let down. I've never heard him not sign an autograph. I've never heard him rude to fans. And that, to me, in this, and again, but he, I mean, when he's 95, he's old school. So that, to me, is, that's refreshing. That just shows, I think, his character and how accepting of fans he is. I mean, he was. I heard. I mean, ninety years old. He's staying later yeah. at these cons and 
posing for every picture and every autograph, and that's really cool to me. I think a lot of that has to do with the <laughs> fact that while people knew his name prior to these movies being out, like, you know, people who were into comic books and into these characters knew they were created by Stan Lee, but he was just a name. Yeah. Once he started making these cameos in these movies, now he's a name with a face that people know. Yeah. So I think he got to this point of celebrity because prior to him popping up in these movies, he could probably walk down the street, oh, be yeah. in the mall, go out to dinner, and most people wouldn't know who he is. Yeah. But now he's popping up in these movies as yeah. these cameos, and it's something Marvel fans now look for when they yeah. go to these movies. And he did shoot the cameo for Avengers 4 before he passed away. And so Captain he will Marvel. And Captain Marvel. But Avengers 4 will be his last yeah. movie. And I think he got this level of celebrity late in life. Yeah. And I think when you're later in life and you don't it's like when you first get it when you're younger, you enjoy it. So yeah. he could still enjoy it yeah. in his later years. Some people who are famous their whole lives by ninety five, it's kind of it's they're done with it. it. Yeah. Can you imagine though too <clears throat> how many years ago he created like Iron Man and Spider Man and things like that? And to see now how many years later removed when he first created those characters to now go to a movie theater yeah. and see it but see it amazing. They're long. They're they're <clears throat> and the characters have depth and yeah, they're, it, they they just they they stand the test of time. And I don't know. And I don't know this for a fact, but I assume he's just not getting a producer nod. I assume they probably consulted him on some of this stuff. I would assume on costume creation. Yeah, I, don't know. I mean, yeah. I don't know, but I would to me, he doesn't seem like a person that just oh just put my name up there and do yeah. what you want. Like to me, like he he those are his babies. Those are his characters, and I think, you know, and, and just the creative. You know, you're not going to see another person like that. No, well, the the creative juices that were flowing in him when he was creating these characters is amazing. Yeah, absolutely amazing. And and the other thing I like, and this may be weird, and it may be annoying, giving him a nod for the wrong reason, but I like people who don't take themselves too seriously. Yeah, and he was willing to be in weird, different situations <clears throat> for these cameos. Was it the uh, was it Deadpool where he the was strip the club? strip club yeah. DJ? Yeah. So, I mean, he would put himself in these Here situ- comes candy. <laughs> he, would, he had a sense of humor about yeah. these cameos and having fun with them. So yeah. I, I, I appreciate that aspect of it as well. And again, it could be that he got to this point later in life yeah. and it was just he was having fun with the whole thing. So, uh, you know, Godspeed, Stan Lee. One thing that I, I saw on Twitter, too, that Leah shared, it was... It was actually rough for me to look at. <laughs> it was all the superheroes. It was in, it was like a comic book. Yeah, carrying a coffin. Oh, that's Dennis Miller threw that out when I spoke with him. Did he? Yeah, that he thought that was something somebody should do or somebody would probably do. Somebody did that on oh, Twitter. As Paul Bears. Yeah, yeah, as Paul Bears, and it had I think an SL on the casket, and that to me, I still get chills just thinking about that. That to me is just like, whew, that's rough. That's rough. Yeah, but he, that that was really cool. He was fantastic, and again. You're sad that he passed, but 95. I mean, he got a good run. That's what I mean. It, yeah. And that's what I said to Leah. Like, it is sad, but 95, 95. years. And he was still kicking, uh, what, doing these cameos. He looked yeah. great until mm-hmm. the very end. Yep. Uh, you emailed me, speaking of uh, chills, you texted me, excuse me, last night about this Elton John commercial yeah. that you saw. Yeah. Uh, and I watched it. It is a pretty cool commercial. It's two minutes and 20 seconds long. long. It's long. And it's about a store. That I have never heard of before, and, and you did some research on. Yeah, it. it's a uh, department store, I guess, in England. But a high end department. A high store. end. It's not like I guess maybe even higher end, like a Nordstrom, you know, or something like that in, in the states here. But uh, apparently, they do a big commercial every year. But I guess this was their biggest. And I don't know. I did the, the thing that I saw. It was really quick in the airport. Six million dollar budget, and it has Elton John in it, and it's kind mm. of. Uh, it, it, the whole tagline at the end is some gifts are more than a gift or something yeah. like that. And it's about, I don't know if it's 
biographical. I don't know if that's how this happened, but uh, in the story, you start with Elton John sitting in this very modest room with a piano and a Christmas tree, uh, and it's an old-school piano like anybody would have in their house. Uh-huh. And uh, you go back through his life performing in concerts and you know maybe and then all the way back to performing at like a family function Mm -hmm. performing in church and you go back to the day where for christmas again i don't know if this is real or not Mm -hmm. for christmas his mother gave him a piano and you see him sit down as a kid and just his face lights up yeah and to me i got god i don't maybe i'm i don't know i'm just getting old yeah you're getting a lot of uh very sentimental i don't know but uh, and when i see a little boy in the thing you know just like that type of thing like to me that makes me think you do i will i totally get it i want to make fun of you but i totally get it like i relate everything now whenever i see a little boy i'm like oh my god that's my boy (laughs) that's my boy that could be chase when i give him a wrestling belt for christmas this year (laughs) but anyway um yeah i i thought that to me, the also not just the sentimental, it was a cool. It was cover. well done. I mean, and, and the panning. So every time they panned, it was to a different era of his career, and different scenes, and there had to be eight, nine scenes. Yeah. So that there was that, and there was lots of people in every scene. Yeah. And different actors playing Elton John for most of those scenes. So it it took it took a while yeah. to make that, and that's why six million dollars. I don't know if it's money well spent. <sighs> I, I imagine it can't be, but if this is something they do every year, maybe it is something that people look forward yeah, to. And we're, we're just getting it here because it's an, an English I, thing. Uh, who's the, uh, the the late the late host after Colbert? Uh, James Corden. He's the one who shared on Twitter, and I, I I was like, wow, just blown away by that. And he is English, so maybe it's something that he knows comes yeah. around each mm-hmm. and every year. <laughs> one, quick, <laughs> one quick thing, you you remember sentimental commercials, and uh, my brain. Apparently, I have no feelings. Um, <laughs> I only, I only remember. I have no emotions. I only remember goofy commercials. And there is a new line of commercials, and I think it's <laughs> these insurance companies are amazing. I believe it's Progressive, right? Uh-huh. Let me look here. It's Progressive, and it's a whole line of commercials. I think there's two or three of them where, and they're mocking the idea of like these young people, 25, 26, 27 years old, still being on their parents' insurance. Oh, I haven't seen this one yet. And it's just a guy who appears to be 25 or something. <laughs> and in one of them, his mom's pushing him around the grocery store oh, I just... in the cart. And as he goes by, he's just knocking stuff <laughs> off the shelf. And then there's another one where he's drinking milk out of the container in the grocery store when no one's looking. And then there's one where he's in preschool <laughs> and he's sitting with a kid at the table and I think he's eating Ritz crackers and he's just quietly sitting there eating Ritz crackers <laughs> during snack yeah, time yeah. and then they go to the next scene in the preschool and he's leafing through a book and the next page is a pop-up book and it startles him. <laughs> he jumps back. <laughs> I don't know. That actor should get some sort of award because he is fantastic. I and, love him in the cart and his, he's yeah, tall. He's like, He's got to be six foot tall. <laughs> his legs are like dragging. Yeah, and his, he's like four and a half foot of legs. Yeah, and he's like, how the hell did they get him in there? His tippy toes are like dragging yeah. the, down the cart. It's I, so funny. All I can think is, how did he? How is he going to get out of that thing? I know that must have been like a custom cart it's or something. Be a pulley system to get him out of that thing, or he's going to be injured too. I mean, that's not comfortable. I hope there. I hope there was some sort of security yeah. for a certain area of his body because I, you're, you're thinking of those commercials, and that's one's like, well, if he's going to share that one, I want to talk about this one. <laughs> That is a good one. That's a great commercial. That is funny. Why do insurance companies uh, get in on this? And uh, real quick, you uh, texted me the other night when this was on live, and uh, I didn't watch it. I watched it on demand. This coming Friday, and I've said before, I think, when this was announced, I know I said on the radio, I think I said it here, the big uh, Tiger-Phil match, one-on-one match play thing for tons of money is going to take place this Friday. I think it's a mistake to put this on pay-per-view. I do, too. 
I, I wish that they would have it on Golf Channel. I think they'd make just as much in sponsorships, people wanting to get uh, their commercial played during this thing. It, w- it wouldn't be Super Bowl level, but it'd be a big deal for these companies who advertise during these major tournaments in golf. Mm-hmm. They'd be jumping to get on this on a weekend like Friday mm-hmm. where there's that Black Friday. And where not many people work. Yeah, not many people work. There's a lot of people coming home from shopping. Guys like me are going to make it appointment television. I think they'd get more eyeballs that way and make even more money. They're trying this pay-per-view thing as much as I'm against it. They're going to get my $20. Yeah, and we're going to watch it. And we're going to watch it. Um, I watched the um, 24-7 on HBO Mm -hmm. that they made. If you haven't seen it yet, watch it. Because what it reminds you is how good HBO is at these things. Oh, yeah. Like, they do it with Hard Knocks. I could care less about all these teams that they put on Hard Knocks. But by the time you get through the six episodes or whatever it is of Hard Knocks, you're emotionally invested in these players who are going to get cut. Yeah. And you start rooting for the teams. Every year at the beginning of the season, I find myself (laughs) wanting these, and they're usually terrible teams. Yeah. I find myself wanting them. Like this past year was the Cleveland Browns. I'm like keeping an eye on the Cleveland Browns. And when they win your season, like, yeah. yes. I'm like, yeah, that's great. Yes. Good for them because I watch, that go- watch those guys during the uh, hard knocks. So they do this so well. Lee F. Shriver yeah. is the guy who does the oh. voiceover. He's amazing. He might be a better voiceover guy than an actor, and he is an outstanding actor. He's a, he's, yeah, that, that, his, re- his voiceover in it's that amazing. is, 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 uh, is ridiculous. And as someone who's recorded commercials yeah. and stuff like that, the way he, the way he does that is just it is perfect. And one thing I got to say, I know there's a lot of criticism about um, you know, the eight million or nine, nine million, million nine million dollar purse. You know, like these guys need more money. And I heard a rumor that they might just give it a charity. They're 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 gonna be doing a lot of side bets yeah. during the uh during the match where like closest to the pin, longest drive, stuff like that, where all that money I think is going to charity. Yeah, and, and I think they'll <sighs> someone will donate a portion of it there. And money, so. I was kind of I was kind of 50-50 split. Now I'm okay with the purse because of what he's what um what he what Jack said. He said that you know when they started golfing, Phil they, said. I'm sorry, Phil. I'm thinking Jack Nicholson. Phil Phil Nicholson said he goes, um, you know the purses weren't that big. You know it was maybe well, it might have been a, well I know compared but, to something when he was talking about how before Tiger came onto the yeah, scene, like a million dollar purse was the total purse for yeah. everybody. And, Winner got like 180000 And other sports, you know, they're getting paid hundreds of millions of dollars and things like that. And he always, and now he's comparing that to be like, this is the biggest thing in golf. Yeah. Yeah. To me, I don't, that pushed me towards, I'm okay with it. Well, you realize what this one guy, Tiger Woods, meant to golf uh, from, and people who have watched golf, like, like, like I've, You've you've seen it. You've seen the like. I was watching yeah. golf before Tiger, and you see how these purses have grown. Yeah. It's ridiculous. So they they win a major, they get like one point eight million dollars now. Yeah. It's ridiculous. But, but nine's still a lot, and I think they will give some to charity. But just these two guys, they're going to be mic'd. Their caddies are going to be mic'd. Yeah. It's going to be really entertaining. You're going to get to hear things because by hole three or four, they're going to forget those mics are on. And they're going to be into what they're doing. And I wonder if that's why it's on pay per view. Are you going to get to hear the f bombs? Yes. The, when think, they when they miss when they you know miss a putt or something. Because they asked Phil in one of the interviews, "Will there be swearing?" And he said, "And this is true. Well, when Tiger's involved, whether it's on pay per view <laughs> or not, there's always swearing. Yeah. And ca- cameras and mics have caught him cursing before. It's golf. By the way, every golfer people get mad at him. Every golfer can relate yeah. to that." And that's to me why I think it's gonna be great on pay per view because when I'm gonna hear him miss a putt, yes. it's gonna be like me throwing the thing at this, at, you know. The, to me, it's like, oh my god, he's human, <laughs> you know. But also, to the people who are complaining about this purse, you don't complain when these NFL guys yeah, get a hundred million dollars. I mean, some people, but 
they're, people are making a big deal about this purse. What I always tell people with sports and any kind of um, salary or contract these athletes sign, just don't worry about it. Don't well, worry about it because, number one, it's not your money. Someone's yeah. going to get that money. They're not gonna, if, if these players get paid less, they're not going to. Yeah. They're not going to drop the ticket prices. They're not going to drop uh, food prices when yeah. you're there. This is what it is. There's and millions don't go. upon billions upon miles. Yeah, it just don't, don't go. Don't watch. Don't it. Don't sweat. It. Don't, yeah, just, just don't let it go. Sweat. Just enjoy it. If, if that if it bothers you that much, don't look for it. Yeah. Don't read it. But th- I do. Th- I do think that there will be some charities. That, I assume yeah. it's going to be cool. Yeah. I, it's going to be, and this could set a new type of precedent for these kind of. Well, it could bring it back. They used to do these matches. Phil and excuse me, uh, now you got me doing it. Jack and, and yeah. Arnold uh, yeah. have done in the past. Gary Player used to do them. They used to have these one-on-one matches. Uh, it was like the Wonderful World of Golf on ABC or something like and that. And even way, way back when, when uh, what was that movie with uh, 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 Will Smith? Oh, uh, the Legend of Bagger Vance. Yeah, like, I mean, but that was not. Ba- it was loosely based on. They would do but, these, but these those, matches. Those big. They like, would have exhibitions. Yeah, like exhibitions of, and like yeah. that was back when you know golf was just. Well, on this Thanksgiving weekend, they used to always have the skins game, which was yeah. four players, and those were and it was kind of the same deal. They would be mics, and it was made for TV, and it was a match between four players playing for money. It's just, it's fun. You're going to get more of their personalities, and I've never been a big Phil guy. Uh, I was always, I never liked Phil Mickelson, mm-hmm. I, but I'm starting to come around. He, he looks. I mean, he's, I still think he's smug. Um, I still, I still, I think if you ever seen Tin Cup, I think he's the Don Johnson character <laughs> in Tin Cup. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Uh, but kind of, yeah. Whether it's for the cameras or not, I think it's going to be entertaining for at least if you're a golf fan to see behind the scenes like that. And watch this HBO thing because I, oh, the I, HBO thing's super well done. I didn't, I didn't come into golf. I came in like when Tiger was getting popular. Yeah. That's what brought me in, which a lot of people that has. Yeah. But I didn't realize how much of a rival, rivalry they had. Oh, for and sure. How, and and I didn't realize how he was. He was the the Phil was the next uh, also another big yeah up and coming. Well, he was the big young star yeah. before Tiger won so, the Masters in '97. That's yeah. kind of cool. Well, yeah, it was it, it, it their their rivalry was something else, and it goes into Ryder Cups when they were teamed together. It's a it's a pretty cool thing, and I can't wait for this. I I was I was like oh, I'm not gonna get it, and then I, was, I knew I was like I'm <laughs> it's like you not you, you get mad. I'm not gonna watch Survivors. You're gonna watch it. Yeah, just shut up. Ah, uh, yeah. Episode 126 of the 222 podcast brought to you by ClingersPubs.com. Three great locations: Clingers on Carsonia, Clingers of Fleetwood, and clingers at the airport like all three locations on facebook they each have their own pages keep up to date what's going on and you can see hours of operation and menus up on clingerspubs.com when you go there let them know you heard about them on the 222 podcast spread the word folks give us a rating Robbie. what do you want to say don't butcher your bird have a great thanksgiving everybody we'll talk to you bright and not bright and early so that's the radio show it's the podcast goodbye